Soda. This is a comedy podcast and does not reflect the actual opinions of anyone involved. It's a performance. That's why we smoke inside. You can't smoke inside unless it's a performance, which this is. There may be moments that imitate actual opinions and thoughts, but everything is a goof. We sometimes say things that seem offensive, but we promise they aren't. Remember that we're smoking indoors, so this is a performance and definitely not anything else. Please enjoy responsibly. You ready? Yeah. Five? Five. Four? Three. You're supposed to say the last couple, like, quiet. So it's like five, four, three. three. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody. The 420 Special. Clap. We're supposed to do an applause. The 420 Special. It's 420 today. Um, you know, that's like a... That's a thing still, right? People still celebrate weed stuff? I feel like only people selling you weed, like, <laughs> hype it up anymore. Are like, hey, 420 like, Special. Remember, guys, man. 420... Remember mm-hmm. when, when you were like 12? Yeah. Well, come buy some moderately discounted weed. Yeah, like, are the deals really that good? Like 20% off some items, but I mean, obviously, they just mark up other items to make off, you know, offset the the loss of profits. I yeah, mean, I, went to, I went to the local weed store, the, the recreational weed store, and there's no 420 specials at all. I was like, you guys having a special deal on 420? And they said, what is that? Yeah, we're gonna raise our taxes even more. You're gonna pay. You're gonna pay thirty five percent tax today because mm-hmm. we don't like the way you look. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough out there, man. But I mean, I guess you know this episode is dropping on four twenty, which it's always been like uh, it's always been a big thing here at the podcast every year. Oh, we we totally should have just gone back through the old four twenty episodes and just commented on each one. Oh man, that would have been great. That would have been actually. an even better episode than what we have planned. <laughs> we're just gonna ride it out because we've yeah. got this. Um, we've got this cued. Man, that is a good idea though. Maybe next four twenty. Next four. Yeah. Next four twenty. It's on. We're doing that. But um, you know, there's more and more people. I think that you know, the older we get, there's people that are using uh, cannabis in possibly the wrong way. Abusing it, certainly. Um, yeah, using and abusing this, uh, you know, this plant, this medicine, which can also be a drug. Yeah. So this is um, a, a man. What are you told? Here, I actually, I have the thing. It's like his pitch that, that his publicist sent me. It says, uh, the man... Steve Dorjic. So okay, um, I mean that says a lot, but yeah, I mean he's a he's a man, obviously, and I think that he has overcome this use and abuse period with cannab- cannabis or cannab- cannabinoids. He used to be all in on it, and now he's all out. All out. He's taken, you know, his chips off the table, as they say, in the, mm-hmm. the world of professional gambling, which is another addiction you can have in its own. Very but, true. Um, yeah. Welcome. 
This is my story growing up smoking weed. Now, if you notice, I, I first thing I noticed that, that after right after welcome, right after welcome, there was a smash cut. So you have to wonder how many takes he took doing this. That's just it, you know. <laughs> and also, like the way his head's just framed, like is he naked and jacking off? Yeah, like on the couch. Like why? Yeah, that is weird. It's the framing just, is extremely odd. I started smoking weed when I was twelve years old. It was yeah, March was of 77. I just turned 12, and I had just become interested in girls. Nice. He's straight. And that's I that's important to let everybody know. Adequate. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't socially gifted, so I thought I needed to be a little cooler. And all the older kids were smoking weed, and uh, they seemed to be making out with girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that all checks out. Me. So his uh, his one sheet that his publicist should have sent me was a man with a plan because it seems like he knows what he's doing. I mean, so far his story checks out with me. It's all it's all in line with you know like what with the my classic, experience. Yeah, yeah. the classic yeah, growing you know, up you, story. You're about twelve. You see mm-hmm. some older kids smoking weed. You start trying it. You start making out with chicks. That's all. Yeah. That's all accurate so far. It's a true coming of age tale. So I started smoking weed. I went with there. with some older guys to the Highlands Park Bridge in Laguna Niguel, California. He's just gonna dox all these people where they smoke weed, give up their spot. 77 in the uh, 1977 like i said before <laughs> yeah. i didn't feel that much the first time this kid skateboarded up next to me and one of the other kids goes are you stoned and i go i don't know and he goes you look stoned <laughs> skateboarded off yeah I yeah mean, i mean we've all been there right <laughs> and um yeah that's how it started okay and I actually got busted right away. I got in trouble with my, my parents. And a couple days later, I, I heard him uh, giving my brother the third degree that night. Do you remember getting busted for weed? Yeah. That like used to be a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, I have more stories than I can share on one podcast of me getting busted by either like a school official or like a local beat cop. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 a local okay, just cop. like a concerned citizen <laughs> property owner yeah just all these different and like in retrospect i i was this little kid that had no business smoking anything on anybody else's property like i mean yeah very true really they weren't out of line for busting me uh yeah that used to be i f- i feel like i'm still traumatized from all of these all of these old weed laws and times that i got busted like I mean, you said, by all those people. Those laws are pretty, I'm sure, pretty sure still intact if you're a minor. So, I mean, I'm sure kids today are still getting busted and sent to juvenile court and ticketed and sent to all kinds of weird schools. Yeah, Their but when you're a kid, just, it doesn't matter. You don't really have rights when you're a kid. No, of course not. So, uh, it's just, it's crazy to me that like the smell of weed isn't probable cause for anything anymore. Your car can reek like burnt weed, and a cop just won't even acknowledge it. He'll just be like, where are you going? Where are you coming from? You were going a little fast. Here's your ticket. Whatever. Have a good day. And it's like, that's wild. Plus, it's also where we live in California. 
where cops have been like kind of chill about weed for a while. Yeah, but I mean, uh, becoming increasingly so, I would say. I don't know. I haven't been stopped in forever. Like, I don't. I'm curious what would happen if I got like pulled over for violating weed laws. Like, let's say like my car smelled like I had just smoked or something because you can't smoke and drive, obviously. Yeah. Like, are they giving out DUIs for that? Or like, what? I haven't been pulled over in fucking ages. So, see, I've always like, I've heard that. I've heard that that's what would happen, but I've never heard of it happening. And it's like, uh, there's no credible way for them to find out when you smoked weed, how much weed you smoked. But what if, like, the car was smoky or something? Well, yeah, if you're actively smoking weed, yeah. then that's that's actually because I've gotten that ticket, and it's the same, like, penal code as driving with an open container. It's like driving with open container unit B, which is driving with burning weed. And they just gave me the ticket and let me leave. Took all my weed. But let me drive my car away, which they wouldn't do if you were drinking, you right. know? Sure. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what they would do. We, we should find out. Yeah. We but, like, who, who even is this guy? Like, why is he have... Why is he putting out this video? That's kind of make, what makes me wonder. I mean, like, we've all smoked weed when we were kids. Like, what what was the turning point for him? And why is he, like, coming out against it now? Why is his head the only thing framed? Like, he's the Power Rangers thing. You remember? Like, yeah, the, yeah. the Zordon? Is he Zordon? Is he the singer from R.E.M.? We just, there's a lot of unanswered questions about this guy so far. So his name's uh, Bill Howie. <clears throat> and this video just came out of nowhere. This channel came out of nowhere. Uh, the description says, this is my story about growing up smoking weed. I'm sharing it so that others may learn from my experience. I started smoking weed at 12 and was a daily user by 13. Became a decades-long habit. In this video, I document my experience and point of view. This is the clearest 480p I've ever seen. That's what somebody said. Uh... So this video kind of came out of nowhere and was recommended to me by YouTube. And I watched it and it was ridiculous. And he only has uh, three other videos. Okay, so yeah, he's like a positivity life life coach type guy. Motivational yeah. speaker, be and, inspired. Oh, so he... he really makes you wonder why why that video is the only video of him where he's framed like that and he's you know ex explaining his experience of being a teenage yeah. stone like what is he doing and why this one bit so hard the algorithm bit so hard it's 250,000 views oh shit the next one has 800 views <coughs> then 820 and then 2000 that's wild well it's it's been out longer but still i mean it's not like he has like that big of a following yeah, what's with his garbage thumbnails now? Is this someone, like, ripping this guy's videos? What is that? Cool. Cool. Get a little more sound in the music. Welcome. Episode 10, double digits. Oh, he's got like a podcast yeah, too. Momentum. Yeah, and he uploaded episode two, it's episode four, and episode first. I don't know where he does his podcast at. We did it. We survived 2020. 
There's no guarantee of what's going to happen in and his podcast is just him talking. But we did yeah. it. You and I. Oh, uh, it's, it's like it's a, you, the listener. Oh yeah, it's us. It's us talking year. with him. Fuck yeah. Oh, he cusses oh, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is like I said, episode. <coughs> he's a cool. Bombs. He's a cool motivational and speaker. Is, he like a, is this like a Jesus yeah. deal? He's bitching. Is this about Jesus? Maybe. I know that, uh, I mean, I've told this story before on the podcast, but I don't know if I told it to you, but I was in, uh, I was in karate when I was a kid. Not like a cool, intricate, like taekwondo. It was just like karate. Yeah, I remember. Just the generic karate. Like the early 90s karate classes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I remember one time I did, uh, I, I did like a crescent kick, had some good form, and my sensei, he said that was bitching and he said it like in front of everybody all the parents were there and he said bitching and he like high-fived me and i didn't have a dad so it like that was a cool moment yeah, for me validation. you know yeah sure, that was awesome. absolutely and because he said bitching i was like oh man he cussed like he's cool yeah. you know that's cool that always stuck with me and it's why i cuss now oh and he puts off that same vibe absolutely he's like the type of guy that like tells you like a cool yeah. a cool long story and it's got all these like sweet parts and then like gradually it starts becoming more and more about Jesus and you don't <laughs> even realize it's the very end uh-huh. and then, like the very last word is like trusting God or something like that. It's like Matt's Facebook feed the past year. Just progressively more progressively right-wing. more Jesus and right way. Like, yeah, we're gonna start right here in the middle and just gradually <laughs> drag you to the right. It's like the ship like going one degree <coughs> off to the side and then after so much time they're in a totally different spot. It's like if you broke up a, a red pill and just microdosed it over the course of like two years. <laughs> Microdosing <laughs> a red pill. To be in your life? It was an absolutely beautiful morning. I've got all day to do this list. And yet I was rushing. I was rushing and rushing. I had to get there. I had to, had to do, 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 do. Like do. he's. Like there was I'm like distracted by like the low fi hip hop and study crossing. beat on the background. Yeah, I, I feel like I should like, be studying. Yeah, I'm like, dude, shut up. I'm trying to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm not working enough as I hear Baby this. Baby carriage crossing the street. So I had to stop. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Dude, like. I don't know. Are you sure this guy doesn't still smoke weed? Like, <laughs> we didn't hear the end of his story, but it kind of sounds like he still smokes weed. The way the guy talks is just... It's I mean, weird. It's very it's, theatrical and strange. It's weird, yeah. Uh, So I don't know why he's here and what happened, but I mean, I guess... I showed up one day. I watched the video that it recommended to me. I went back to it and found it and watched it again. And then I just went to his channel and watched another video. So uh, I'll probably get recommended this guy's videos for the rest of my life. Yeah. YouTube thinks that I love it. I just want to know more about like the actual guy. Like what are his legal problems? Mm-hmm. Like what's his most recent court case? Uh, Speaking of court <laughs> cases. <laughs> segue for you. Yeah. Uh, there's our 420 episode. Happy 420. Uh, now we'll move on to just a regular podcast. Yeah. So it's no longer 420 it's not, special. Yeah, no more smoking weed. 420 special happened. We don't smoke weed anymore. I mean, we yeah. do, but it's not a. I, mean, big I might deal. just stop right now because I mean, like it's it would like what if I did that lo-fi hip hop motivated just made a huge huge life change <laughs> and just stop smoking weed right now on 420 during the 420 special. 
Let's see, let's see if we can do. Let's see if I can do it. I don't think you can. Uh, not smoke weed for I'm the rest gonna, of this episode. Let's see if I I can make it to the next episode. We'll get an update next week. Like if I, I'm probably not gonna do it. But we'll we'll check in. We'll check in next week. I might I might have stopped we'll smoking weed because of this like random thing I said. When was the last time that you've gone like longer than a week without smoking weed? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, uh, I don't want to do that. I'm afraid because when people do that. And then they smoke weed again. They get like the heavy paranoia and the like can't function right and the like freak out. Yeah, well, I told you about that edibles experience. I'm not going to repeat that story. Nobody cares about that. But yeah, like, I mean, it'll hit you. Yeah, it'll get you. That happened to me for the first time recently on an edible. But I think that it was uh, I think that it was synthetic because a lot of edibles and even flour now. They're finding out that they're laced with like spice and K two and shit. Just the fucking fentanyl of weed. Yeah, weed fentanyl. Yeah. So Fent- I think I ate that because I ate a little half of a cookie that wasn't even like a crazy amount, and it fucking I felt like like my chest was all like fucking tight and yeah. I had all kinds. Of, I had just horrible thoughts about like my, weird- my life and just like. Yeah, it was like yeah. a like a panic attack. I wasn't so much like uh, I'm not going to describe it like a bad weed trip. Nobody cares about that, but you know, be careful with the edibles. Yeah, be careful. So that's what I don't want to. Uh, I don't. Want, <laughs> I don't want to quit smoking weed because I don't want that to happen every time I want to just smoke a bowl. Then I come. Then I got freak out. Fucking panic attack fest. So there's the 420 special. We'll see what happens next week with yeah. you and you're smoking weed. Hopefully you're still smoking weed. Because um, I don't want you to get panic attacks either. Yeah, I don't want like... Because I know people adverse that like... effects of any nature. But like I feel like the, the short-term memory loss and the other bad side effects would probably outweigh like... <laughs> you know, or the loss of those short-term side effects. Yeah. And me just regaining my ability to quickly process things. Yeah. Probably, my motor skills would probably be improved. Um, yeah. Know, there's probably like a laundry list of probably energy. Things. Yeah, energy. Yeah. Insane amounts of energy, oh, I my bet. cardio would probably be greatly improved. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Check, yeah, I mean, that, that actually might be worth the risk now that you say because that doesn't happen to everybody. Also, people can just take breaks and then smoke again, and it's fine. But either way, happy 420. We did it. Yeah, moving on um, to far darker mm-hmm. yeah. topics. So local murder victim, Kristen Smart, uh, was a victim of a murder. Is she? Is it even a local murder at this point? I mean, like this is Good Morning America. I feel like they've talked about this on everything now. Yeah. So it's like a national, yeah. big time so, murder case. Planet Earth's Kristen Smart. Yep. Uh, her her alleged killers were arrested. You know, uh, recently is what the news is saying. Let's actually play a little bit of this clip. After years of calling Paul Flores a prime suspect, police finally arrested him for murder. His father, Ruben, arrested as an accessory to murder. And this morning, a search on his property for Kristen's body as her family hopes to finally find some closure. 
This morning, Paul Flores waking up behind bars, accused of murdering college student Kristen Smart nearly 25 years ago. Flores has been under suspicion since Smart disappeared back in May of 1996. He Okay, so I mean, if you're not living under a rock, you're familiar with that story. Yep. The story, Kristen Smart, 25 years ago, murdered. Uh, Paul Flores was like, I didn't do it. And... He's just uh, been walking free amongst the people. Yeah, he. I mean, he almost certainly killed her. I think he killed her. I think he definitely killed her. I, I think um, his father definitely helped, but it hasn't been proven in court yet. And until yeah. it has, you have mm-hmm. to look at all the options. I mean, you have to do your due diligence and really like do like a full 360 canvassing for any, yeah. any other possible scenarios as well. You need due diligence and they need due process. Paul remained as a person of interest, and as the case progressed, became uh, a suspect and the prime suspect in the case. Uh, Detectives secured a court order. Now, this is Sheriff Ian Parkinson's. He is um, from the Parkinson's family, Johnson & Johnson, Parkinson's, like that whole Rothberg kind of like tribe. Yeah. Uh, Pharmaceutical family. Yep, he came to our town probably about a decade ago. Not a lot's known about him Mm -hmm. before that time. Uh, I remember him running for sheriff, and he was basically running on the promise that he was going to take on the Kristen Smart case and, like, finally solve it. You know, and you know what's really fucked up that I didn't even really notice? You'll hear throughout this investigation Ian Parkinson say, um... You know, the Natural Habitat podcast is not the podcast that I uh, want to thank. They are not uh, good people. How dare they use this tragedy to uh, to gain some sort of fame or clicks or anything like that? You'll hear him say this stuff. But he literally did what we're – what he's claiming that we're doing. He ran on, like you said uh, – I will find Kristen Smart. You know that girl that everyone loves and misses. I'm going to find her. She's going to be fine. She's going to be alive. And he also kind of like piggybacked his campaign on the fame of Michael J. Fox's medical condition at the time. It was probably in its biggest uh, news surge when, you know, that meme was going around where it was like Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox, and he's all blurry because he was, like, are shaking you, really fast. Are you making fun of people with Parkinson's? No, I'm not. I'm saying Michael J. Fox had Parkinson's, and it was popular culture at the time. Yeah. People were talking about it. Now, all of a sudden, we have this big sign that says, vote Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. And you're like, I mean, obviously, I, I want- mean, like. Anything that's even like three degrees from a Back to the Future reference, I'm all in on. So that would have been enough to do it for me. You know yeah, what I mean? Like Parkinson's, it did it. Michael J. Fox, Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future. Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, there, there it is right there. Boom. Done. So I think that that's what he did. He used those two tragedies uh, and the one mystery, which I consider Back to the Future a mystery movie. Yeah, sci-fi I mean, mystery. Yeah, uh, and catapulted himself into the seat of sheriff. He never was deputy sheriff. He never was local beat cop. No, nope. he never was detective. 
No, I don't even think he's from the area. I think he, he moved here because the sheriff's spot was open mm-hmm. and he saw the Christian Smart case, had heard about it and saw, you know, an opportunity to make a name for himself. And that's why I feel that once this, you know, like trial's over, if he gets a conviction, I think Parkinson's moves on to, to, uh, like, like Reno or something, like, like a bigger, like more, more attractive job, but still like not like a big city, like a shitty, yeah, a shitty upgrade. Like a little big city. Like, like he's going to catapult himself to Reno Sheriff or like even maybe like some sort of like like attorney, gen, gen, like a state. Le- like an attorney or well, a general. You know, like what was Walker, Texas Ranger? A Texas Ranger. <laughs> Did they have those like for like, because he wouldn't, he wouldn't make it in Texas. Would they have like a Nevada Ranger? They have like park rangers. <laughs> Just like a park ranger. Ian Parkinson's park ranger. Just parlays a murder That's conviction a pretty... into a <laughs> into a cushed ass fucking park ranger job. He is kind of dressed like a park ranger, like the, the, the Yogi Bear Park Ranger. He is. And this seems like it would be like a like a new animated show on Hulu. Ian Parkinson's <laughs> Park Ranger. Uh but yeah. Oh wait, we still got more of this video left. Authorizing the interception and monitoring of Paul Flores' cell phone and text messages. On Tuesday, police also arresting Paul's father. So here's Papa Flores arrested and uh, charged with, uh, what was it, accessory to murder? Accessory to murder. Yeah. Ruben, as an accessory, searching the 80-year-old's property last month with cadaver dogs and using ground-penetrating radars. Police say they found evidence there, but have still not found her body. Smart's family has been hoping for answers for decades. It's definitely been tough. We don't have closure. We don't know what's happened, and it's been 20 years. Police say the popular podcast, Your Own Backyard, which shed a new light on Smart's disappearance, helped lead them to the arrests. Part of the reason that I first got involved with telling the story of Kristen Smart Uh. was that things had been too quiet. The podcast introducing new witnesses in the case, including one woman who says she spoke to Ruben's wife after Smart disappeared. So this is really what we're focused on. And that is this podcast that came out of nowhere, local podcast by Chris Lampert called Your Own Backyard. Is that what it is? Something like that. Or is it Your Backyard? Our, I mean, our I mean, well, it's our backyard since we live here. But like to like if you don't That's live right. on the Central Coast, it's the locals it's only podcast back- is our backyard. The one for everyone else is your own backyard. Yeah, like they, like they a, refer to it as your own, like as in possessive of us. Mm-hmm. But since we, when we say it, it's our back, our, our backyard, it's our own, our backyard. yard, our yard. I mean, because not everybody has a backyard. It's the so yard. It's just whatever yard you have. It's like a local yard. So yeah. like the yard, like a y- lumber yard would even be fine. Yeah, whatever. So, um, this guy made this podcast. Turns out he knows a lot about this case. Like a weird amount. I mean, more than I know about the case, that's for sure. And I mean, I'm a little bit older than this guy. So, I mean, like it stands to reason that I would have been more Mm -hmm. in the loop as far as local homicides go in 1996 or whatever it was. I was, I was like probably the, I was like 11. 
I was 11 mm-hmm. or 12. And the internet was out at the time. AOL discs were a thing. Yeah, I was just smoking weed like that one mm-hmm. guy. So I was probably, you know, like making out with a ton of chicks. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, like in my social prime. Hanging out with a lot of older kids Skating. that would like know these people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've always been internet sleuths. That's been a well-known thing. And, you know, we combined don't even know 10% of what this Christopher Lampert guy knows. No, he's got all kinds of details about this. And Details that only someone that, like, you know, was intimate with the crime would know. I mean, it's possible that he just did a ton of research and research and research and really put, like, a ton of time and work into this podcast. But, yeah, I mean, you... I don't know. He could have gone out and talked to like dozens of people that were involved and like gotten close to family members and stuff. Or that could have just been a side effect of him trying to cover his tracks. I mean, we, we've made many, many podcasts and we didn't put that much work into any of those ones. <laughs> not one. Not, not even close. One, no. I mean, not, a, not an ounce here. So um, that seems very fishy, you know, that he would do that. Because, I mean, we got how many? It's like... We're 500 and something episodes at this point. Just tons. And all of those combined, we haven't put in as much work as he allegedly puts into one episode of this podcast, which he does by himself. Yeah, I mean, right. are we are we jealous of this guy's podcast? No, no, I not mean, even. No, I mean, no, no, no. Let's compare the numbers. Let's not. Let's not compare the numbers. Uh, let's compare the numbers. $75,000 reward. That's the number I'm talking about because that's what he, that's his end game. I think, oh, oh, 100%. Allegedly. He's after that reward money. Yeah, he's after that reward money because it's like almost like a, like when an arsonist burns something down and they just can't help but come back and rub their hands together over the fire, you know? No, he was like, you know, what's the easiest way for me to make $75,000? I'm going to kill a girl, and then over the course of the next 25 years, I'm going to elaborately cover it up and then and then start a podcast, mm-hmm. solve my own crime, or help. I mean, obviously, I'm not a cop, so I can't solve it for me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put all the pieces out there. to elect an inept town sheriff who won't be able to solve the crime, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, just put the breadcrumbs right there on his desk for him and, allow, you know, kind of lead him, allow him to, like, kind of stumble upon the clues needed to solve this crime, mm-hmm. and then they're going to... F- How does he get to the 70? Okay, so, yeah, they convict the others based off his tips, and then finally... You know, like when he's yeah. like 75. See, the, see the 75, this is 000. what it is, is that nobody, nobody really gives the final, the one piece of evidence that convicts uh, Polly Flores or finds her body. You know what I mean? But a bunch of people, like you said, it's like a piece of pieces of a puzzle, which uh, Chris Lambert has just put out on the table where they need to go, just kind of set them down. Yeah, it's like if you and then you, you just, just kind of slide it in, dumped out uh, a box of um, puzzle pieces, mm-hmm. and then some guy yeah. just comes in yeah. and just starts putting them together way faster than he has any business putting them together. You're gonna start to be like, well, how does that make sense? Yeah, do you have any sort of like knowledge about this puzzle? And you're like, no, never heard of it. So 
I think that there's going to be nobody to give the credit to because it's going to be a hundred different tiny tips that all came from the podcast and compiled. It's really Chris Lambert to, to thank and to receive the $75,000. He gets the key to the city, shake the hand, kiss the baby. And he's walking away, rubbing his hands together. Got away with murder, allegedly. He's, he's twistling his mustache. Mm-hmm. Like he's He has one, too. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I saw it. So, um, this has been worldwide news. And us being, you know, uh, like an all-gas-no-break style guerrilla journalist, uh, we're the press. Yeah, we sure. went there. We go sure. where the stories go. We do. We we make the news, or we we if it bleeds, it leads. Right. Yeah. Sure. And and I mean, this is a murder. So we went to this press conference and got our own side of the story. Yeah, the we truth. don't we don't trust the lamestream media's coverage of it, and you should neither. In in our our backyard, is that how we? In our yard. Our, yeah. our yard. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we know the local media. We know KSBY, KEYT. We know they're all biased and they're all they're all going to be quick to point the fingers at the Flores family like they've done for 25 years. And, and duly so. I mean, like I said, this guy definitely did it pretty much. But <laughs> yeah, for but sure. But it's for still, sure. there hasn't been a conviction yet. No. So, I mean, you have to look Due at other process. suspects. Due and process. There is one other suspect that, again, I mean, at least he, I find him to be suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find his his motivations to be suspicious, and that's this this Lampwick guy. That's right. So let's roll the clip. Let's roll the clip, Jerry. Let's roll the roll the clip. We're here live, headed down to O'Neill Green to watch the pre- hold on. We'll run it back. I'm gonna run it back. We're here live, headed down to O'Neill Green to see the press conference with Sheriff Ian Parkinson about the new uh, details of the case and the Christian Smart murders. Let's go check it out. It's been 25 years since we've had any new details in the case, but then a mysterious man by the name of Chris Lampert came out with this podcast called Our Own Backyard. I mean, that's what we think he's called. There's, I, I mean, I haven't seen a birth certificate. Neither have I. I mean, he just kind of emerged from the shadows with a lot of hearsay and accusations. And he seems to have a lot of information that the regular person doesn't have. You know, someone that's really close to this crime. And he's allegedly just the guy. So we're going to find out what this press conference has to do with him, what it has to do with Paul and Ruben Flores, and if... Perhaps Kristen Smart's body might be at this event if they found it. Do you think they would, is that bad taste or what do you think? We're missing it, dude. It's starting. We gotta hurry. There's a timeline. There's a timeline? I don't know. Freshman Cal College student was last seen on May 25th of 1997. 
section This is it. On June 26, 
Well, at least it was at the end. Yeah. So the press conference just finished up. A little bit of information was given out, but a lot of excitement for Chris Lampert. Nobody has ruled him out as a suspect yet. All right. Well, that was uh, that was some journalism. I mean, yeah, I, you could call it that. <laughs> uh, I think that you know we really are asking the questions that nobody else is asking and pointing the fingers. The hardball that, questions. Everybody else is throwing. They're, they're throwing little nerf questions, and we're coming out here and we're being like, "Yo, sheriff, give us the scoop. Give mm-hmm. us the scoop." Yeah. What about the mom? <laughs> give us the damn scoop, and. That was that was actually a really weird moment because we were listening to the questions and we actually have a whole raw, uh, you know, recording of that interview that we can put up. You guys can watch that and you could hear that that question was never answered. Nobody asked about Susan Flores. Nobody asked about the mom. No, it's I mean, you can you can tell just from the the look that the sheriff gave me, Mm -hmm. he's clearly researched our podcast and knows that, you know, like we're not going to be giving the narrative that his his press releases, you know, give out. So he wanted no part of us. He didn't want us there. Yeah. I mean, he we're not we're not this Lamper fellow who's who's made his job so much easier. So that question was definitely not answered. And then at the end. Uh, like three people asked the same question over and over again. What was their demeanor? What 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 did they say? What were their comments? What did they say? What did they say? Who, and he who just did kept it? answering it. You know who done it? Yeah. Who did it? This and that, asking their questions. And yep. And uh, this is my final piece of evidence. Okay. And now evidence. I mean, do you mean like it in any way proves his involvement? Or is this just more speculation? Uh, this is speculation. Okay. Well, this is circumstantial evidence is what it is. Is that what it is? I loosely understand the term. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, so what I have is a Google Trends search for your own backyard. You can see that this is starting. Uh, here, look. We'll actually do um, from 2004 until present. Okay. You could see that in the beginning of the internet in 2004, uh, Chris Lambert in your own backyard was doing okay. You know, about half as popular as it is now. But that podcast didn't start until much later, correct? It didn't gain its popularity until later. You see, there was a rebranding that happened. It wasn't originally about Kristen Smart. It was about a HGN show. With uh, Vanilla Ice, where he would give people new backyards. Oh, okay. And he would do like a breakdown of every episode. Right. It was popping. I mean, you know, it, it was had little spikes and dips and doozies, but it was pretty popular. And then right around here in November of 2004, it crashed. Uh, Vanilla it Ice said the N word on MTV. Oh, I remember it was like a sure. big thing. And. Then there was, you know, a little dip for a while. People yeah, stopped supporting it's, it's a his project. correction is what it's called. After a while, he was forgiven. July 2005, 
he uh he you know did a lot of um a lot of apologizing he did a whole apologize yeah, he tour. went on a pr tour uh-huh and uh also a sa tour Mm-hmm. Sexual assault. Tool. Yep, he's he went around sexually assaulting, and a then that's of where we have this other drop right here, which is September of two thousand five, right after the nobody's tour. talking about it. It's like zero. Hey, don't don't bring up vanilla. Don't bring up vanilla. Now, Chris Lambert over the next few years tries to tries to get his popularity back. Almost reaches it a couple times here in two thousand ten. Uh, this was. This was what the ten-year or fifteen-year anniversary of Kristen Smart's death, and this is when he talked about the deck in the back of the Flores house, the infamous deck. You know, I don't think this timeline checks out at all. Uh, that was built by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I've researched all oh, of okay. this, dude. I definitely okay. researched this. Well, yeah, laid it out. That was built by Vanilla Ice, so they got this other dip right here. Because Vanilla Ice came back in the mix. still can't talk about him. But people like the story, the um, Kristen Smart's uh, mom. What's her mom's name? Karen. Karen's Karen Smart? Kathy. Kathy was crying, and people like that. Julia. Is it people Julia? like the tears. It, like, humanizes people. So this started getting this popularity, and he realized that every year or so he would talk about this backyard. And people would like it. It would surge and it would pop. Then he said, I, you know what? I want to do this whole podcast about this one yard. And here it is, clear as day. It starts grabbing. February 2020. People are like, hey, did you hear about this backyard? Vanilla Ice. He built yeah, a that's thing. that's about when I heard about the backyard. Covered a body. It gets a little... Look, it all fell down again. His whole That's empire. The pandemic, everything fell. Crumbled. Crumbled because of the mm-hmm. pandemic. Everybody's. The pandemic which started, you know, late 2020. So he had to do something. And he knew that it was time for him to get his star witness that had the information that he had fed him because only he knew the information. Yeah. And now we have 100 on Google Trends, literally as high as it's ever been right now. April of 2021. And he's getting exactly what he wanted. Yeah. So allegedly, I would like to say that this is alleged. This is only our opinion. None of this is proven. None of this is. I don't know. Like, I, I was. I feel less confident after hearing your timeline. Like, I, I'm starting to be like, no, nah, yeah, Chris Lambert probably probably didn't do it. I think your, your case is like crumbling. You're like a bad attorney. <laughs> You're like an attorney that like like the guy actually Look, is innocent. It's not my fault that you yeah, and I and I realize it halfway through my pitch. And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> but I have to keep going because I'm getting paid. Uh look, dude, you believe it or not, this checks out. I did all the research. And I have the confidence the confidence of uh of the I'm more confident than I could ever be. That I don't know what's the thing that's confident. What's an example of someone that's confident? Huey Huey Lewis in the news. Old reference. I were to say you know like the you know who I'm talking about yeah Huey true. Lewis. I mean I figure he's pretty confident. <laughs> he is. Uh, so I don't know, dude. I still think that allegedly he did it, but that's can just you my put opinion. in like a little clip of Huey Lewis in the news so like anybody yeah. gets the reference? <laughs> I yeah, mean, because like I feel like that that, that you might need it. 
Uh, didn't Huey Lewis in the news have something to do with uh, with the uh, Back, Back to the Future, future oh, thing? Yeah, with the, yeah. Hey, yeah the, the Power of Love song. You know that sound you're looking for? <laughs> Listen to this. And he holds the phone out. Is that the same thing? Probably. All right, cool. Uh, last but not least today on Not Our 420 Special. That was earlier. That's not now anymore. This is now that you're on Backyard. Oh, yeah. Two. Yeah, you got you to gotta get White Boy Summer in while it's we got, trending. We got White Boy Summer. White Boy Summer. Um, so Chet Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks' son. His, I mean, son. I say son with like air quotes because he doesn't look anything like the rest of the family. Definitely doesn't behave like a Hanks. No. And, I mean, he's, he's super swaggy and super, <laughs> super gropey. Super, super douchey. Yeah. Um, there was like a period where he spoke with the Jamaican Patois for, for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He's had numerous attempts at like a rap career, none of which have been even the least bit successful. Yep. The but most now recent has been two days ago. I mean, this has got to be the biggest thing he's ever done is this white boy summer. And I think he just like said that off the cuff and stumbled onto something so ridiculous that now he's able to monetize it. Yeah, let's actually hop back over to Google Trends real quick. We gotta watch the music video still too, because we didn't. I didn't get enough of that to. Oh yeah, we we definitely will. That'll be the finale. It's the White Boy Summer music video. But I wanna uh, pop Chet Hanks into Google Trends real quick. Is he trending now more than you know? Like, is his timeline kind of? It kind of does look like the the Kristen Smart one. Yeah. Wait, I wonder almost if he Mary has other. something to do. I mean, I think he's another suspect now after after hearing oh, damn, so information. This is just discovery. in the past 12 months. So, yeah, he's blowing up. Let's see. Uh, of all time. This is the biggest he's ever been. Yeah. So his very first stint with fame was 2015. Or maybe... Uh, Somewhere back here. And then in uh, 2020, January of 2020, when he started doing those like Illuminati videos and shit. And then... Uh, I'm thinking that's around the Jamaican Patois phase right there. It was early 20... Well, yeah. maybe, no, that was pre-pandemic, so I don't know what that was. But. See, but then March, that was around the time when his dad got coronavirus, right? Oh, yeah, that's what it is for sure. And then he was all like... Yeah, people are saying my dad's a pedophile. Yeah, just like being associated with his dad, like caused yeah. him to pop bigger than anything he's ever done. And now he's the biggest he's ever this been. Is, this is it. This is the pinnacle for Chet Hanks. So Chet Hanks has made a thing called White Boy Summer. Yep. Uh, this happened on March 26th. This is a whole timeline. Yeah, like he he's like the type of dude that like li- licks his lips before every sentence he says. Like yeah, it's gonna be a White Boy Summer. So his first. Uh, announcement of this was it's about to be a white boy summer or am I tripping tag a real vanilla king respectfully hashtag respectfully okay okay so like he's he's associating himself with like uh, a food product of his same skin tone um, he's declaring <laughs> that like hasn't it always just been a white boy summer like it's it's pretty much like a white boy world to be honest so yeah he doesn't really need to like designate a, a season and then he said okay guys look I just wanted to tap in really quick 
I just got this feeling, man, that this summer is about to be white boy summer, you know? Chet Hanks is Bo Berry if he never did drugs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can see Or that. did different drugs. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> just was successful in life. Yeah, he's like, he's what Bo Berry sees. Uh, then he said, take it how you want. I'm not talking about Trump, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about me, John B., Jack Harlow type white boy summer. Let me know if you guys can vibe with it and get ready because I am. We actually have a video. Hey, guys. Um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man, um, that this summer is uh, its about to be a white boy summer. <laughs> you know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B., Jack Harlow type white boy summer you know what i mean let me know if you guys uh can vibe with that and uh get ready you know because i am wow he has like matthew mcconaughey's youtube vibes yeah he's 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 definitely been known for a while to just kind of like be like the worst type of appropriation Uh um yeah So, so he laid out the rules of white boy summer Rule number one, to all my white boys out there, no plaid shirts. Then that that checks out with what I would think. I would think like one of the the <laughs> the um, golden rules of white boy summer would be something to do with like shirts. I was so thinking sort of, maybe something like about the collar, but polo. I mean, yeah, something with shirts. You know, you got to wear the right shirt. Of You're course. right. Yeah, definitely a shirt. Rule number two, no Sperry topsiders. What is that? Have you ever heard of a Sperry Topsider? Hey Siri, what is a Sperry Topsider? Here's what I found from wikipedia.org. Sperry or Sperry Topsider is an American brand of boat shoe designed in 1935. Oh, it's a boat shoe? It's a boat shoe. So yeah, that, that, that definitely sounds on brand. Like something like only a rich white person would have. I don't even know what a fucking boat shoe is. Oh, okay. Uh... Yeah, so it's like that kind of loafer. Yeah, you can't wear that. Okay. So it's mostly mostly to do with fashion, not really about like behavior or <laughs> being like a good person or doing anything beneficial to the, the community. Well, actually, don't speak too soon because the next rule is, uh, that's not the type of oh, white boy. Here's no, where we get woke. No calling girls smoke shows. Okay. That term, it's played out, dude. Oh. Have you, do people still, is smoke show still a thing? I haven't heard that in a very long time. I think it's like a semi new reference, not like super new. It is probably dated now. It's coming back around like or a, something. Like a couple of years ago, it was probably like a big thing. Ah, fucking smoke show. It's like, I mean, like, is it really that big of an issue to where, like, that's the third rule for, for a yeah. white boy? Okay. It's that big of a... Because right. I don't and Not because it. it's not, like, a good name or it's not cool. It's just been used too much already. Yeah. So it's... it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's played out. <laughs> we should come out with a new way to objectify women. Uh, then he said, you know, they've been asking me, Chet, if it's going to be a white boy summer, does that make it a black queen summer for you? And I said, do you know me? Because if you do, then you know that's all year round. Respectfully. Respectfully, of course. Hashtag respectfully. Uh, 
you know what's not white boy summer? So now we have a list of things that aren't white boy summer. Oh, okay. This, this should be good. That he's provided. Uh, this is the epitome of not white boy summer. Having ill will against or prejudice against anybody from a different background, race, walk of life than you. You know? Yeah, I know shit. Okay. So that's uh, yet another thing that we... Um, doesn't need to be said, you know, people know that we're all, you know, we're all created equal and nobody uh, should be hated for their uh, for their choices that they make in life or for their race or religion or gender. He's so like, that's kind of a yeah, kind of know, a dumb thing to say. You got, too. you got Martin Luther King. You got you got Gandhi. You got. Shit, yeah, hey, they said they're all. You know. You know. Um. He also went on to add that having any ill will whatsoever towards anybody that's different from you is not white boy summer. That ain't it. That's the shit that we've got to elevate and get rid that's of. That's that shit I, I don't like. I think he meant alleviate, but it's alleviate. We gotta elevate. First, you gotta, you know, <laughs> elevate it to get rid of it. You gotta throw it up and then. Yeah, elevate it and alleviate. I got atmosphere. It. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then he said, it's everybody's summer, baby. Don't let him tell you different. I got something for everybody. Just stay tuned. Um, then. Turns out that there's only one rule of white boy summer, which is what he finally said. So all the rules that we just heard. Yeah. Throw them out the window. Don't even worry about them. Also, the rules about what's not white boy summer. Those are also throw those out the window, too. Yeah, this is something brand new. White boy summer just just evolved. The only rule for white boy summer is that it's not white boy summer. Unless it's everybody's summer. It's black king summer, he says. It's, it's black. To be honest, it's a black king summer. It's a white boy summer, so it's our summer. It's everybody. Oh, so we we meet in the middle, and we rule our kingdoms evenly. We're all family. Yeah, is what they said. They shook hands, like the meme of like the two like yeah. truck drivers shaking right. hands or whatever. Uh, then he said, I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand, and he yelled it. Then he said, uh... I don't want white boys coming up to each other like, yo, bro, this is our summer. It's not like that. If you're like that, then you're not tapped in. You're not white boy summer. Leave the same in shorts at home. It's only white boy summer. He had to get another fashion rule. So that's part of the rules, too. You got to get that out of there. And then, of course, there's a clothing line since he just laid out, you know, such like Mm -hmm. a uh, elaborate dress code for it. So he he said that some options you can wear. People were like, hey, that seems a little racist, dude. And then he was like, well, now I have a clothing line. And it was a racist clothing line. It's looked all. Yeah, the the, the font apparently was a font related yeah. to some, some white Nazism. Yeah. Like bikers. It just wasn't a good look. Yeah, not a good thing. Then just, uh, just recently. Let's see. What's today? It's 420. This came out a week ago, and this is the White Boy Summer official music video. And he only has not even half a million views. Oh, man. White Boy Summer is already over. It was a wrap. All the smoke. 
I swear to God, man, as soon as you get a bag, these bitches wanna take it from me. Take it, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Turn it up. The beat. Okay, so some moderate groping. Uh, looks like he's following his fashion rules, which is good news. You know. Yeah. It would be funny if he told everyone not to do certain things. And then he ended, he's like, I want to be the only one in salmon shorts. <laughs> yeah. He just didn't want someone else wearing the same outfit exactly. as him. Because it is very, like, because it, it's really a whole outfit, if you think about it. Salmon shorts. We got the the button-up shirt. What was the first rule about not wearing, like, a... No, no boat shoes. Yeah, no. So you got the boat shoes, you got the salmon shorts, you got the button-up shirt. Yeah, so he just comes in, in all three of those things. Yeah, like plaid shirt, <laughs> salmon shorts. Yeah, plaid shirt. This boat what it shoes. Was. Fuck, I want to wear that. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, white boy summer. I met a bad little shorty on the powder dance, getting to the bag like it was her only chance. Rich bitch, no one up them bands. Said fuck it, then she went and made her only fans. Uh, hot boy, okay. white boy summer. Got your favorite Instagram bitch DM in her number. Woo. Hit the strip club of Mike Thunder. Woo. She let me beat it. I'm the white boy wonder. Uh, bad gal, white dandada. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Huh? Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Tatiana's all out by the cabana. Rolling marijuana and they offer Guyana. Yeah, Russian girl named Sevlana. Another from the islands, yeah, she looks like Rihanna. Yeah, white girls love Madonna. Girls want to have fun. You could do it if you wanna. But shout out to my LA chicks on some LA shit. Eating sushi at Katana on the sunset strip. You know the boy got nice because I'm the one with the drip. West side won't slip when I come through. Bullseye won't miss. Always hit my target. Made a strip off work. I don't do chases. I just want to hit. I got blue faces in my money. Click best believe. And that shit's all from TV. I Dude, it's a hit. White Boy Summer's a hit. Like, But it's not. It's... He's only got like half a million views. That's he, he's got to be really disappointed with that. Like after all the hype he got, so like I've dropped this a week ago, and it's it's half a. I mean, obviously to us, that's that's you know like a ton of views. But when you're Tom Hanks' son, who's getting all this TMZ coverage, and all of a sudden, yeah, this video, and he's the biggest he's ever been on Google Trends. You figure this would be a perfect time. I mean, that's not viral by Maybe it standards. just hasn't. Maybe it hasn't had its time it's yet. It's not summertime yet. This is going to be the, yeah. the hit of the summer, but yeah. you can't go around in fucking April playing white boy summer. You look like a fool. <laughs> An April fool. Lots of year and a half old references. Yeah, I can tell you what it does sound like. Well, though. I can tell you what it sounds like too. Yeah, let me see your nigga twerk. Yeah, we got it, boys. We just gotta get the outro. Boom, we got it. Actually, fuck it. We got it. Yeah. Okay, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, so that that's took like, a turn. It's like a whole thing. White boy that summer. That took a turn for sure. White boy summer. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of frat kids like running around saying that. This oh, was, man. 
can imagine like Cal Poly is like two topics are trending right now. White Boy <laughs> Summer and fucking Kristen Smart. Mm-hmm. And soon to be Chris Lambert. Lamp- Lampert? Is it L- I thought it was Lamp something, but I-, I don't know. There's like several spellings for it, I believe, that are all, all technically That's correct. another weird thing, yeah. Another weird thing. But um, thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you, Ty, for joining us. And for um, putting together that beautiful, uh, that beautiful investigative journalism, investigative yeah. journalism, guerrilla journalism. Yep. So you got to get the, you got to get the facts. Happy four twenty, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm done. I'm done smoking. Well, you, you can keep that joint. Natural habitat recording. You look stoned. <laughs>